Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. We're on. And welcome. All, it's, oh. all it is is one button, and wow. the next thing you know, it's it's broadcast magic. It's the Hot Stove Show presented by Mattress Direct. Dan, hello again, everybody. Good. It's great to see you. You look so good. You look so good. Well, I, it, down here, the warm weather, the sun, yeah. uh, the fact that I'm turning in slowly to a lobster. Um <laughs> Feels great. Yeah, and it's pretty nice down here. It's pretty nice. Uh, we have the uh, hot stove show here, and we welcome your questions, your comments, you look great whatever. Too, by the way. Do I really? Honestly, you look great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel the same. If I could just have, just have something on top of my head, I would feel better about the whole production. Honestly, that's a, that's what I feel like. Down here, you're allowed to wear the hat. I know. If you want to put the hat on right now, go get nah, it. Nah, I'm gonna, I'll I'm fill gonna, it to you. This, <laughs> here's a couple takes I have before while got Tim a gets his hot hat. Takes. Got a, I'm a take smith. Hey, uh, you can comment questions, whatever, in the Triad Bank viewer chat line that is uh, on YouTube, that is on mm-hmm. Twitter, that is on Facebook. And as we speak this morning from Jupiter, Florida, there is Cardinal News, and that's why Dan and I are with you, presented by Mattress Direct. It's the Hot Stove Show, which is slash the spring training show. Carlos Martinez News, sir. Yeah, apparently, um, what is it, two weeks? They're going to start him yeah. again, and so we know that. We know he will not be a part of the opening day roster, so that, that has been decided. We knew that. And then at that point, we'll figure out, you know, what direction he goes in, and um, I, I was saying before you and I began our, our show here today, in my 20-plus years of being down here, Tim, and coming and, and covering the team and, and watching day in and day out, I, I just can't remember pitching this deep uh and I, i've talked to other people um around the club i, I just can't remember that's a pit- big statement that's a big statement so I, that, I bet that excites some people to hear you say that when well, you when you say that what are the names that you're like flaherty was it flaherty and scherzer uh what was that awesome. two days ago was, yeah. was outstanding so you really know good. you have flaherty you know you got michaelis who else yep. gets you fired up when you met a lot you of guys that? helsley i mean I, I know people are like well dan you were talking about helsley so much and and he was one of the first cuts well, the reason that they cut him is because they have so much pitching is that they needed to find ways to get him innings. So they actually moved him to the minor league camp so they could put him on um, his normal progression of every right. five days of pitching. And so he's still working as a starter, and that doesn't necessarily mean that he wouldn't come up immediately as a reliever, which is what they did with Rosenthal back in the day. Um, and, and so I, I just don't remember that they had this much pitching and depth um, ever in my time of being down here with the Cardinals. Now, it's not only me and one of the great things of being down here in spring training. So, for instance, when I'm when I'm doing the game, you know, the, the press box of where we do the games, 
Um, the lunchroom is right there. Then you go into your, your, your booth and everything's really compact. And all the, the scouts, before they go down in their seats, which is right directly behind home plate in the sun, they kind of wait till the last minute to go down there. And so, Tim, I, I run into guys that I've known for years. And the common theme of all these guys is, wow, the Cardinals have a ton of pitching. And it's not just on the major league staff. It's not just in the bullpen, but it's in the minor leagues, too. And they have depth. And it might be the talk of a lot of people down here in Florida that the Cardinals have great, great pitching. Now, it needs to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. We need to see it all come together. But that has been the talk of a lot of writers, national writers, and the talk of a lot of scouts is that the Cardinals, it's, it's true, have a lot of great, great young arms that um, will impact the club this year and many years beyond. So that's what I think I'm taking away from this camp is that the, the Cardinals, it's been an efficient camp so far. It's been um, an open camp with Mike Schilt, a lot of communication, a lot of upbeat, a lot of movement. Um, and the other thing is, it's been uh, it's been a camp with really good young arms. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the major positive. I'm curious about because we know about Michaelis, we know about Flaherty. Flaherty was really good the other day against the Nationals, making reference there. Uh, a guy that was good, but then got hurt last year in Waka, and then a guy who we weren't even sure we were going to say it's great, great too. So that's what I. Uh, yeah. So I want to ask about. I guess three and four, I suppose, and yeah. then we'll get into five since we. I think we would have Michaelis and either Walker, Flaherty, or uh, the one, two, three. Yep, How do you I see agree. Waka so far from what you've seen, and then also Wainwright? Wainwright, we saw him pitch on Saturday against the Astros. Well, uh, I'll tell you, I talked to a uh, a guy that knows him well, um, that knew him when he first came up and uh and faced him and then faced him the other day and he said he's as good as he was when i first saw him and he was talking about michael waka mm -hmm. he said he's back to where he was wow and that was what he said he said michael waka is throwing the ball as well uh as he was when he first came up he said he's got the life on the fastball and there's just that extra zip to it which then offsets everything else you know mm -hmm. the change up the curveball everything else so that's I take him at his word um, he said he's been that good um, so you know that's impressive thing with Wainwright I really see is that he's just you know velocity you know it's not going to be the Wainwright that we saw from you know five six seven years ago where he's throwing low to mid 90s but I think what we're seeing is a, is a guy that is so smart and and he like against the Astros the other day which was against um, really you know, Tim had a lot of their yeah, man. That was a number one lineup. You know, was, that was it was fun to go over there, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's Springer, there's Bregman, wow, yeah. you know, there's Carlos Correa, right? Yeah, and, you know, there was a lot of their A guys in yeah. there, and he had four scoreless innings. Now there were some balls that were hit hard against him, but as I was watching him, he was doing this with it. It was this in out in mm -hmm. out, nothing over the middle of the plate, and. You know what? When you're a guy like Adam Wainwright and you're throwing 88 to 90 and you're spotting it and then there was no dip in velocity for the four or five innings, it was four that day, um, you can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And he's spotting it and he's keeping it in the zone. And I was talking with Jim Edmonds yesterday and he said, man, he's, a, he's just crafty. He's like, you know, you could see how he was going after Correa. Cutter, curveball, sinker, you know, boom, 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 different eye. You know, he said he's just so smart and how he's doing mm -hmm. it and how he approaches these guys. And... He's able to do that, and 
and pitch at this level and pitch well, and he'll be fine. And so that was exciting to see. Your thoughts are welcome. Triad Bank viewer chat line. Triad Bank is online at triadbanking.com. It's where Dan and I bank. It's where we recommend that you bank as well. They are St. Louis guys, a commercial bank, and a place that we uh, really wholeheartedly I was recommend. talking with Jim Regna the other day. Were you day? talking to Jim Regna the other day? yeah. The bank CEO. Mm-hmm. He's right there in the lobby. He's going to be there on opening day. Okay. Uh, are you going to opening day? I am going to opening day. Padres he, in town. Hello yes. again, everybody. He would like us to uh, come by, uh, say hello. And I said, you know what, Jim? Um, I have my duties. I know Tim has many oh, uh, my stars God. that my he deals responsibility. with. I mean, I think Larry Nickel is going to be in mm-hmm. the parade uh, with the right. Clydesdales. I believe. I believe. I think that's 50-50. It is. But I said, um, me being the conduit between yourself, Jim, and Tim, I will try to get to Tim. Yeah, it's, it's it, tough to get to me. It is. Yeah. We were texting late on a Friday night. <laughs> it, it, so that's, that's when I'm most accessible, yes. actually. Uh, so I said, we'll, we'll try our best to get to Tim. So you, we need to hook up with Jim. Uh, that is, uh, what, we're talking three Thursdays from now, am I correct? So three, yes. th- yeah, three weeks yeah. from tomorrow. How do yeah. you do? And you will be in Milwaukee two weeks from tomorrow. Gosh, how that, about that? that? Is two weeks in two it? weeks from tomorrow. Fifteen. You know days, what's really right? weird? I was looking. Well, finish your Triad Bank. Go ahead. Well, I just I, Jim Regna. I mean, okay, you know, we now we know that we're big fans. Triad Bank. Love They're Jim. online at triadbanking.com. For real, if you're starting up a business or if you're a business bank, make sure or you're looking for a business bank. Triadbanking.com. The sponsor of our viewer chat line. Send your questions, your comments in, and we will tend to them. Go ahead, sir. Um, the first trip of the season. Uh, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh? Well, it's actually longer than that, Tim. I don't have it in front of me, but the Cardinals actually will go from here. And and I don't, so I may be wrong about this, but it's like an eight or nine day trip. It's kind of weird. The Cardinals will go from here to Memphis. So they're going to play in Memphis in, I think, just one game. And then they go to Milwaukee. And I think there's like a mandatory off day per the PA for the players. Mm -hmm. And then it's a four-game series against the Brewers. Um, but because, because the roof is there, so there's not like the mandatory off day ah. after opening day because there's not going to be a snow out or ah. rain out or cold out or anything like that. So then there's that. And then you go to Pittsburgh, and I think it's their opening day. And then you have an off day after that. So it's going to be kind of a wow. long trip. Yeah. And I think it's a night game before opening day in St. Louis. Yeah. Eh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm surprised they're doing that at this time of year. They try to get those day games in for weather purposes. I'm surprised by that. And I would think I kind of nerd out on this scheduling stuff. I, I do take too. A at this. And I would like to see that it would be a day game before the Cardinals home opener because I it's really, you know, the home opener is just a hectic day. I yeah. mean, you got to get downtown early. You got to get the players situated. You want them down there early because it's just. It's nuts. It's a you know, it's kind of an unofficial holiday in St. Louis. The excitement of it. The you know, it, it's just a great day to be in town, and um, and I think it's almost sold out. But if not, is it really? It's that's, close. If not, Cardinals.com, obviously, but it will get sold out. So there, you have the schedule in front of us. Yeah, day game um, in Milwaukee two weeks from tomorrow for you, Fox mm-hmm. Sports Midwest, uh, and then at uh, Milwaukee Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then off to Pittsburgh they go for the yeah, Monday game. And it's only two games in Pittsburgh. Yeah, how about that, Dan? So the Monday game is a day is game. Is that only two games in Pittsburgh? Is that and, right? And then they have the off day, as you made reference hmm. to the MLBPA, and then a night game for the second game on a Wednesday on April 3rd. Hmm. 
And then the wow, oh, that is a bad beat. That is bad, uh, legitimately bad beat. And then it's wow. a weird deal because you 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 open up on a Thursday and then have an off day in St. Louis on, on a Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. And then Saturday, Sunday, and then four with the Dodgers. Um, it's a legit schedule out of the gate. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you start with the Brewers, even if you were playing, you know, the Marlins and whomever else. But but to start with four with the Brewers and and then have. You know, I don't know what you're going to get with the Pirates. Uh, the Machado bunch comes in, four with the Dodgers, and then off to Cincinnati, and then back to Milwaukee. I mean, yeah. you'll be uh, two or three Milwaukee trips will be knocked out by the time April 18th rolls around. And then Milwaukee comes to St. Louis before right. the middle of April or yeah. the end of April is over. It's 24th. really, it's a tough schedule early on. So it's it's the, an important start. Uh, it's a, right. it's good to have an important. It's important to have a good start, is what I'm trying to say out of the gate because of who they're playing on that. So we talked about Wainwright and Waka. Uh, so if you got Mike, Liz Flaherty, Wainwright, Walk, and if you can kind of operate off that premise, it seems like, and this is what Derek Gould, who you can hear on Scoops with Danny Mac daily with his Cardinal reports, seems like he thinks this thing is now down to Hudson and Gant for the fifth spot. I, I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, now, Gant's going to make the team one way or another. He's right. out of options. Mike Myers is out of options. And Jason Shreve, who was the lefty picked up on the Luke Voigt deal, he's also out of options. Um but let's focus on those two specifically. Uh, Dakota Hudson pitched Tim last Friday. I, w- I went and watched the game. He was maybe the most impressive start I've seen out of anybody. I mean, he was spectacular the other day. And we've had some really good pitching performances this year uh, down here in spring. I mean, he was awesome. And the value that you have in Hudson is that you love the fact that he's got this great sinker. And if you were a guy in the bullpen – that was in trouble you could bring him in and he'd get your ground ball your double play or maybe get you out of any inning and maybe multiple in- i mean he's such a weapon mm-hmm. and he's got great velocity and he he's a talent that we don't i mean we talk about hicks because he throws 100 plus and we talk about these young helsley throws 100 i mean this guy is a talent yeah. really good and flaherty is this young stud this guy's right there with him and we don't talk enough about him now, the unsung hero of last year, to an extent, was John Gant. And you don't talk a lot about him because he's kind of the all-shucks guy, yeah. you know. And But he's really good, too, yeah. and valuable. So um, I think it's those two guys kind of battling it out. And, you know, they've got two weeks to figure it out. They Gant pitched an inning yesterday in relief. Uh, Mike Schilt was saying that there's still the – possibility of of keeping him on schedule to have starts as we go along and we'll see how that plays out now in the final um couple weeks here of this spring training uh one of the questions we got in the triad bank viewer chat line is we are here in the design air heating and cooling studios online at designairservice.com uh what is the likelihood that the cardinals make any trades or free agent acquisitions even minor ones before opening day P.S. Thank both of you for the shout out to my grandma on pause, 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 Fox Sports Midwest. <laughs> Last year over no Mother's problem. Day weekend, you're both tied for first in my book. That comes from uh, Jamie. My guess is the answer is highly unlikely at this point. What is yours? Yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's a good question because they have these guys that are, you know, right now, there are three guys, if memory serves correct, that right now are out of options. Gant, we mentioned, Shreve, Mike Myers. To me, they're all valuable player uh, pitchers um, for the Cardinals. Um, and so, 
usually in these spots in and and you'll see it with other teams if there's roster buildup if you will or mm-hmm. you can't move guys then you see teams trade right i don't see the cardinals doing that i think these are valuable guys that the cardinals like so i i don't see them trading them um and so that's why i would see a lack of movement and the other reason is is that the cardinals you know, I could see where fans are, are in, and me too, and maybe you and other members of the media would be enthralled with the idea of a Craig Kimbrell or, you know, Dallas Keuchel or some of these other big names. But what I'm talking about here is that the Cardinals have valuable arms that are coming. And when you think about not just this year, but the next year and the next year, these guys are developing, and I don't think they need to go out and get some of these guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have them here. These are going to be valuable pieces for the Cardinals moving forward, and it's served them well to keep them in their system and develop them. And I'm not saying that they're going on the cheap because they're not. I think they think these are valuable pieces that we're developing, we're comfortable with, and we want to keep them. We don't want to move them. Right. We like them. Right. And that's why they don't do it. So with with regard to that, Ben Fredrickson, who you also can hear on Fridays on, uh, on Scoops with Danny Mack, wrote today in the Post-Dispatch, and I'm sure some people are talking about it, the Cardinals have the option to essentially have a super bullpen if they go with Carlos Martinez uh, yeah. in the bullpen when you combine him with what you already have. Uh, certainly two of the prongs right there would be Hicks and, and what we've seen from Andrew Miller, who appears to be healthy in 2019 yeah. as opposed to what he was dealing with in Cleveland in 2018. What are your thoughts on it? Because you were talking about Carlos Martinez in the bullpen before it was even it really was. being discussed. And now with the situation, that might change. Well, I mean, you think about that bullpen. If he's healthy, it's... I think potentially dominant. Now, you could do that if you felt then that your let's say quote unquote sixth and seventh starters you you like, which would mean, in my opinion, right now would then be Austin Gomber or Daniel Ponce de Leon or maybe even a Ryan Helsley if that's you know in your rotation down at, at AAA or Ryan Helsley even comes up and helps your bullpen um, at some point in the major leagues. So, you know. <laughs> We haven't even talked about Brebbia. We're not even talking about Mike Myers. We're not even talking about these other guys that are are major league talent and major league ready right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about Dominic Leone, who's had a quiet, very good camp. You know, these are guys, Tim, that you have to have that that help you. And you know, Carlos Martinez is an elite talent when when he's healthy and when he's right. And I, I think it's fascinating how they view. it's you know if they were sitting here right now I think they'd say and it's an interesting question you know do you want him stretched out as a starter because you can always if you stretch a guy out as a starter you can always move him to the bullpen you know what I mean because then you say well if you need to um you can just slide him right in to a bullpen spot and give you an inning or two or whatever you you need to do but he gives you the flexibility to go in the rotation so I'm with you. I mean, at some point when he's healthy, he's in the big league, big league somewhere. I mean, my God, I mean, the guy's a talent. But man, if you think about shortening games, which you have to do, and let's face it, with a guy like Wainwright and Gant, they didn't go very deep into games last year. And really, the reality was last year, too, we haven't even mentioned Alex Reyes. If he's part of the the bullpen, you're probably only going to get, let's say, 50, 60 innings out of him. That would be my guess. But Outside of of Miles Michaelis, I think the next closest, or so, I needed to look this up, but it was like 160 innings or something yeah. like that, and it was Luke Weaver. Yeah, you know, so if you're shortening games, you have to have a strong bullpen and multiple guys out there. 
And if you're throwing Carlos Martinez, Alex Reyes, <laughs> um, Jordan Hicks, Miller, I mean, think of some of the yeah. names. I mean, you're throwing big-time arms at opposing teams, and it's not just waiting till the seventh. I mean, this is starting in the sixth or sometimes the fifth or whatever and going at teams and saying, here you go, yeah. good luck. Yeah. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, that's super impressive and exciting to think about yeah. for, uh, for fans. You're welcome to give your thoughts on it. Uh, text in, uh, post it on Facebook, post it on Twitter or on YouTube. That's where you can find this program. It's the Hot Stove Show presented by Mattress Direct. They're online at stlmattress.com. We had our spring training trip winter down here this past weekend. Sarah Golden was down here with uh, her uh, significant other, and they got to enjoy PGA National and the Cardinals and the Astros on Saturday. Some perfect weather, and uh, and we are very grateful to Mattress Direct. Shop local, and Sarah went to Mattress Direct, and the next thing she knows, Dan, she's on a flight with her. Mm-hmm. And she's another down to uh, to Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida, PGA National. Yeah, yeah. Joe Pfeiffer of the Cardinals That's runs right. the uh, Cardinals fantasy camp, of which you enjoyed. I did. I, I I believe I was camp MVP. I believe that. I was that, I, was I, that awarded? I, okay. I believe that. I, I wasn't voted that, but I believe I, I was camp MVP. There were two balls that got out of the infield. Joe Pfeiffer is with us. What is he? What is he? Is he? Is he? Um, is he chirping us in the chat or something? Well, no. He he wants us to do a show on a mattress for Mattress Direct. If, he, if that's what Pat McKern and the people at Mattress Direct ask for, I can I can go in. Let's let's just stop right there. Let's maybe on. on one of those shows where you're calling the game <laughs> and I'm doing it by myself. Well, we'll have me bring out a mattress. Maybe I'll use Jameson's mattress in his crib. That would be... He he, he thinks we need to take it a step further and do a show. To really commit to Mattress Direct as our title sponsor. The signage is not enough. Bring out a mattress. mattress. Bring out a mattress. Maybe I'll do that on the week where you're on your way to Memphis and Milwaukee on Jameson's mattress. And we'll see see what kind of traction that gets on that. Uh, Dan, you mentioned 50 to 60 innings for Reyes if he's in the pen. Do you see that as his role? I do. At at this point, I mean, Mike Schilt talked about it. About it yesterday and they went to him before he pitched in yeah. Orlando to say so yeah I I, I do I think that uh, <laughs> and I can't get this uh, visual out of me <laughs> yeah, it's just like this yeah, it'd be gonna be wonderful I would uh, do, let's do, just... do great things for our career actually people would expect it from me they'd be like what the hell happened to Dan that's what that's what would happen <laughs> well, weird <laughs> things happen well, um I do think that that will be his role I I think you know they a one inning guy though like the one inning guy, I, I like do. we're going to bridge this thing. Yeah, yeah. I think they look at him as just being so dominant that I, I don't want to say waste innings because I, you know, it was interesting. I mean, you know, Mike Schilt said there was a question of a, a minor league player, like a friend. Let's say, let's call him a a four A. Right? You have triple A guys, and then there's the four A guy mm-hmm. that goes up to the big leagues and comes down and goes back and forth. And and somebody asked, well. When those guys go down to the minor leagues, what else do they have to prove? And he said, I, I don't like that statement. And I'm going to apply that to Alex Reyes because I, I don't want to say that what is he have, you know, wasting innings in the minor leagues. They're not wasteful innings because he's still working on things. He's proving he's healthy and all that kind of stuff. But I, I will say this. I don't want to see him waste bullets, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's only so much that they're going to do with him and push him this year. I'd rather just see him in the big leagues, and if he's going to pitch, let's just do it in St. Louis, right? We've all wanted to see him. He says he's healthy. Um, now, 
John Mosellock did make a valid point, and I, I saw in, and that was with the the interview I do every Monday with him on the website. Mondays with Mo, yeah, started up again, and and he said, you know, he's looked a little rusty, and I'm paraphrasing here, and I would agree with that. Now he pitched on Saturday. Yeah, what do you think was going on in Saturday? The vol- the velocity was at 96. I was watching that. He got up to 98, I think, at one point. But he was having trouble. It seemed locating the fastball, and it almost looked like I would describe it as overthrowing. What did you see there? I. Because he walked the first two he faced. Everything was up a little yeah. bit. Maybe a little rushed. You know, um, he's, he, I think there was the excitement factor. It was only his second live game with the crowd and live action. Now, he has pitched in the backfields against hitters. He did pitch yesterday. Yeah. And they said he was awesome. Outstanding. I, yeah. yeah, I talked to people that were there, and he said it was like a different-looking guy. It was like, okay, now he looks settled in you know, maybe kind of finally getting a routine or whatever you want to call it, but more comfortable. Um, And I think that's going to happen when you haven't pitched in two years. You know, I think sometimes we expect these guys and boom, they're supposed to come back and that's just not going to be the case. So get his feet wet again, crowd, live games, live hitter, umpire, you know what I mean? All those things. But I still saw as you did, 96, 98. And that's really what I want to see. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. So he's healthy. Um, and then the other thing was uh, he got out of it. That was the thing I loved. Yeah. It was like, Gotta got out play. of it. Yep. You know, um, now it's horrible base running by the Astros. I mean, that was like watching us at St. Gabriel's in fifth grade. <laughs> but, um, but he got out of it. And that was the main thing. But I see velocity and I see every once in a while, like he'll snap it off. And I'm like, yeah, wow. It's so sick. I mean, it's a 20 it's, mile an hour range with ridiculous it's, stuff. It's ridiculous, yeah. you know, and he's healthy. So I did, I did see him a little, it looked a little nervous, didn't it? A little rushed. Yeah. Like, Just you know. fired up to be out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I was, I, I was more excited to watch him throw than I was than seeing Springer, Bregman and Correa out there. Hey, I want to talk about offense um, and get your perspective uh, my father-in-law was in here, and one of the first things he said yeah. is, is, what do you think about the offense from the outfield at this point? If you do look at the statistics, and I was in the uh, clubhouse yesterday, rough. two days ago, I guess, when Ozuna was addressing the media after his first start in left field, and somebody asked him at that point, I think, one for 20. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, it's spring training. He goes, let's see how things are when it counts. So he was just kind of like, whatever. Bader off to a slow start. Fowler yeah. off to a slow start, although he had two hits against the Nationals. And, and Scherzer and uh, and yeah, and Scherzer for that matter, your perspective on on these uh, numbers? Um, spring training number one. Um, I'll start with Ozuna, healthy, which is great. And our colleague Jim Edmonds, our buddy, um, was with him uh, for a while yesterday, and we we're talking. He's really been working on his throwing with him specifically. I said, "What do you think?" And he goes, "He's going to be fine." You know, um, he said every once in a while when we're playing catch or lengthening out. And he's got to cut it loose. He said he can. He mm-hmm. said so. He thinks he's going to be okay, which I think is the number one thing going sure, into absolutely. all this stuff. Um, mechanically out of whack, he said, at the plate, but close. Mm-hmm. He said so. Let's get is the other guys have said let's get it out of the way now. So he got two weeks to figure it out. He said, but he's close. Yeah. And you know, like for a lot of veterans, that happens when you come down to spring training. So I would say out of those guys, I'm I'm really. Um, not really too worried about him. I'll go to right field, Dexter Fowler. I'm really encouraged by what I've seen. Now, I know what the numbers say, um, but Tim, his body is different. Um, his strength is way different, and I know that his, his upper body is way stronger. 
Um, he has made a lot better plays defensively in right field than I think people give him credit for. This is not an easy outfield to play when you're down here in uh, this ballpark because it's windy. You're about six miles away from the, the ocean. Right. And get, it's not an easy outfield to play. And he's made some really good plays defensively. Um, so that's encouraging. Uh, at the plate, I think he's stung the ball with more authority. Yeah, Mike Schilt, I talked to him two days ago, and he said the numbers that we have now, the velocity on the off ball the coming bat, off exactly. his bat is higher than it was last yes. year. And so they're encouraged by that, even though, what, he's got four hits, I think, at this point? Something, something like that. Like, and and that's what they've talked about. It just we're seeing signs, and, mm-hmm. and that's what they want to see. So, um, And then what about Bader? So Bader is... Because you said in the offseason, the one thing you want to monitor with him is how he fares against right-handed pitching and yeah. the slider. And what are, you, what are you seeing at this point? Adjustments. It's, and he's going to have to make adjustments. But, you know, when you think about what he's going to have to do is, is he moves forward is that you know, teams are going to just continue to throw that against him. And it's just an adjustment as he goes forward that he'll have to continue to make. Um, and there's times I see it. There's times I don't. He's a young player. But the, the thing you're going to have to consider, if you're a Cardinal fan, and, I, and he's a big part of this equation, is the defensive side of this team. And what I mean by that, I'm going to start with Molina, think up the middle, Wong, and I think Wong's going to have a very good year under Mike Schilt, that, that there's a connection between those two. He's going to thrive. Then you go to Goldschmidt at first base, Gold Glover. DeYoung is, is a better shortstop defensively than people give him credit for. And then you have Harrison Bader. And what I'm what I'm saying is, is that if you know Bader is going to have times where he may struggle at the plate, but you're going to sacrifice that for what he's going to do for you defensively. Right. And the guy is a gold glover defensively. Um, and so there's gonna, there's maybe going to be some growing pains offensively, but he's also going to walk in. I mean, they believe that this guy can hit 15 to 20 home runs. And then at that point, growing 20 to 25 and he's a strong guy he's strong Mm -hmm. and so keep working keep working keep working they're going to stick with him and and the other thing that they love about him tim is the fact that the guy works his tail off i mean there there may not be a harder worker on this team so they've seen improvement jeff albert the hitting coach preaches contact that's the thing that they talk about you know we'll we'll sacrifice a little power if we have to but contact 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 cut down on the strikeouts and um, we'll see if it uh, pays off once the season gets here final thought here on the mattress direct hot stove show live from jupiter florida in the designer heating and cooling studios the infield anybody at this point standing out to you we saw molina get his oh, first yeah, start I, got uh, uh, I would imagine i have a feeling i know who he is and i'm anxious to hear you talk about him who i was thinking you're gonna go to first base no Oh, no, curveball. No, 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 no. Where are you going here? I actually don't know now. Cross the diamond. You're going over to the hot corner? Going to one Matt Carpenter. What do we got going on here? Awesome camp. Yeah. I mean, he looks... There's been some rake show. He looks locked in. Yeah. Quiet camp, locked in, um, spraying the ball with power everywhere, healthy, looks good at third. I'm not saying he's got, you know, a Scott Rowland healthy arm, when Scott was, you know, at his peak, but I'm saying it, it plays. Um, he, you can tell he's kind of changed his motion a little bit. I'm going to ask him about it hopefully this weekend, um, but it definitely looks stronger. And, I mean, at the plate, locked in. Yeah. I mean, hitting the ball with authority 
and I, I keep going back to the fact he just looks locked in yeah. and he's healthy and looks good. And I'm excited. I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. Yeah. I, it, with regard to uh, to Carpenter and the throwing motion he talked about, he said, listen, I'm not the I'm not going to have, you know, what you made yeah. reference to a rolling kind of cannon. But he feels like he can he can do the job over there. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting to young Wong and then over to Goldschmidt. And if you do want to look at spring training numbers, uh, the spring training numbers, not surprisingly, are there for Goldschmidt. And the thing that I have, whether it be Schilt or whether it be Edmonds, the leadership role he's taking, but not in a, you know, loquacious, I'm going to stand up here, make a speech, but just right. by how he goes about it is the thing that's already caught people's eyes, even though he's been down here for like a month. Right. And um, it's kind of funny. He and Carpenter are. Yeah, there's something doing there, isn't something, there? Something going on yeah. there. Yeah, I'm going to try to get with Matt um, this weekend and find yeah, out what hit that's it off. going on. They hit there. it off from the beginning. Yeah, they they're, it, just see it. I mean, like yeah. during drills, BP, they kind of walk back and forth to the yeah. clubhouse together from the field. They're just, you know, they're veterans. Um, you know, been around a long time. You can tell there's a, there's a connection there. And, um, and I, I talked briefly with Paul the other day. I mean, he's a pro's pro, and um, I'm, I'm. He really is. He just he he, really he goes about his business, man. I mean, he's he's here to win. Yeah. And um, there's something I'll tell you something that I picked up with this camp, and uh, I know we got to wrap it up, but this is always a telltale for me. Yachty, there's a spring in that guy's step, and now I talked to ball game about this, Jimmy. I said there's something going on with him. I said, he's bouncing all over. He's happy. He's boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I said, not that he always, you know, he's always engaged. Don't get me wrong. I said, but there is something going on with him. Yeah. And he said, you're right. And um, and I said, but man, he is locked in too. Like he's really engaged in this camp. He's he's just, you know, there's just something about he's. It's like you can sense that he knows that this is a good camp. Good team, maybe potential for a great team, but I watch him, and mm -hmm. there's something about him that you he knows. The, yeah. the great players know when there's a good team, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's got that, just the look and yeah. the feel there's, of it. There is a confidence down here, Yeah, uh, and you are much, much, much closer to it than I am, but I, but I sensed it uh, when we first got here. And a couple of things, just like, and it's just kind of like, yeah, like, uh, get, like, you know? like Bader, um, when somebody like had the Pakoda, yeah, and I think the Cardinals were at what number was the Pakoda? I've seen eighty and a half or I something. Th like yeah, that. the Las Vegas number is eighty eight and a half, and I think the Cardinals were at eighty nine on the Pakoda. Maybe that was what, yeah. But either way, Bader just yeah, yeah, quote, Pakoda, quote, yeah. quote retweeted it and just kind of like had an eye roll emoji, like, right. and then I saw him and I asked him about that. I said, my read is you're like. 89 wins only for this team we're going well beyond that yeah you know and so there's because they didn't get to the playoffs last year you, you know understandably it isn't looked at as a successful year and I think most yep. everybody with the organization would say that as well but when you consider the health situation of last year the trauma of what was going on with firing Mike Matheny in the middle of the year how bad the end of the season was as far as not being able to get it done against the Brewers and the Dodgers toward the end and no Paul Goldschmidt and that team won as many games as it did, it was close to a 90-win team. And now right. those things are different going into this year. You can understand why there's confidence. And these guys legitimately are confident. And both of us have been around this camp now for 20 years yep. apiece. And you know when it's kind of one thing or when it's bravado or if it's legitimate. And I really do sense that there is 
there is, I don't even know if I'd call it optimism. I just call it like, yeah, we're going to be good this year. And I if do you don't too. believe it, then you're going to, you're going to see it here in a couple of weeks. Also, Mike Schild, there's always, he, he just emphasizes with his coaches too, to make a point with those that they work with, the pitchers, the hitters, the defensive guys, you know, we're always going to be positive, 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 positive. And the players feed off that. So been a good camp yeah. two weeks to go two i like weeks, you said i, I can't That's believe awesome. that man two weeks from tomorrow you will be able to see dan on uh, where are you gonna be um fox sports midwest nice, nice. thank you i like that and you will thank be you. on fox sports midwest on friday night friday night five o'clock we have uh i should know this but i don't know if, Houston or Washington, but we're just, at the. I just always ballpark. assume the Marlins will be there. That's what I. I that's off, always a smart play. You can't go wrong you with cannot putting, go wrong with putting that. something on the Marlins being present. <laughs> uh, thank you to Mattress Direct. Thank you to Mattress Direct for sponsoring uh, the PGA uh, National Trip for Sarah Golden yep. this past weekend for being our presenting sponsor. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com and Triad Bank. For Dan McLaughlin, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Mattress Direct Hot Stove Show.